Listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some top talk. This is the LA Spartan Tough Talk Podcast, and I'm coming right in with some hot news. Tough League is coming out with a brand new website. We don't have a timeline for it yet, but trust me, I have seen this website. I'm using it now, and it is fantastic. It is leaps and bounds better. Now, I I have I just seen the preview that you showed me, but I haven't actually interacted with it and all that, but it's looking pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, you know what? I think it's easier to, to maneuver through. I, I like it. The, the way that they display the stats, the way that they, that they display the teams, it's sick. Huge league upgrade. It's going to be. I wonder if there's going to be a mobile version at all. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, it's in the works. <laughs> that's awesome news, man. Yeah, right off the top. Los uh, Angeles Spartan. That's right. A huge, massive division. I'm going to jump right into a hot take. Burn it down! Let's hear I it. I hope these guys are ready for it. They're not going to like it. But I think... The Llamas' domination right now, 4-0. The only Spartan team to be 4-0, and it's a fluke. A fluke, huh? I said it. It's a fluke. Now, obviously, Mm. I got some stuff to back that up with. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. The Llamas barely beat who is now the 1-3 Gladiators in Week 1. They beat the Wolverines, who is 0-2 right now in Week 1. The Llamas beat the Salamanders this past Sunday, 13-0. Salamanders 0 and 2 again. Right. And then the Donkeys 1 and 2 they beat. So they've beat they haven't beaten a team that's more one more than one game right now. Well, now I am calling it a fluke mid-season. Yeah. 4-0. It's still nothing to sneeze at. It's still an undefeated team. What I'm getting at is this Sunday they're playing a 3 and 1 Pharaohs and a 2 and 0 undefeated Pioneers. So this is really the week that they're going to prove themselves in. Yeah. You know, 4-0 is 4-0. Yeah, they're at the top of the division right now. But you could see them go down to 4-2 and if they lose these two games. And there's a lot of teams that are going to surpass 4-2 and after this Sunday. So you'll see the, the Llamas go from number one as of right now. You could see them drop down to like the ninth spot or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's... It's, def- it's a hot take. It is it's a, a hot, hot take. It's a hot take. I wouldn't call them a fluke, but I see where you're coming from. You know, they beat some lesser teams. I agree with you. Their test is going to come this weekend, and then the following weekend, they even have a bigger test where they have to play the Aftershock That's right. and the Aztecs. That's right. And so this team has to show us that they can do something other than beat up on these lesser teams. And you know what? I think they can. Between the two guys that I talked about last week in the Ocampo brothers, then you drop in a guy, RG Handlers. These things three receivers on this squad are giving Tony Nader some major, major weapons and some outlets for him. And, and not to mention, they have a decent defense. It's true. They're balanced. You make very valid points there. They've got playmakers. And I'm not saying that they don't because they absolutely do. You have to to go 4-0 whether you're playing lesser tier teams or not. True. You know, And those four games are only going to grow their chemistry amongst those guys and make them ready for the Pharaohs and the Pioneers. Now, yeah. I, I mean, I called them a fluke. I'm going to stick with it. They're going to lose both these games. Now, do you think they're going to lose the, the last four games and lose against the Aftershock Could, and Aztecs? Go 4-4, four and four, pretenders or contenders, you know, at the end of the season? 
I don't think that's good enough to make the playoffs in this for, division. For me to say even say that for a four and team right now leading the Spartan division, it's insane. Is that your crystal ball? A four and four. You know what? I think they're a fluke mid as it comes mid season for them. They're four games in. They're four and zero. But yeah, crystal ball time. I'm dropping it. The Tough Talk Podcast, Crystal Ball. Llamas are going 4-4 four and four on the season. Wow. It kills me because I do like this team. I really, really do. Lethal Llamas is an awesome name, badass name off top. I love their jerseys. They've got playmakers. They've got really dedicated guys on the team. But I'm going to call it like a seed on the season, whether I like a team or not. Yeah. Straight straight up there. So 4-4, wow. four four, Crystal Ball on that one. Yeah, 28 teams in this in this division, though. Yeah, we're jumping right into the uh, breakdown of the Spartan division and, and yep. really where it sits with L.A. Like Danny said, there are 28 teams. You got Mid-City, Van Nuys, and Downey. Yeah, that's right. So it's, uh, Van Nuys has 16 teams. It's a whopping division. Right. Downey only has four, and Mid-City has eight to make 28 teams over three conferences. So I just wanted to shout that out. So Massive look, Spartan teams in Los Angeles right now. Yeah, I mean... As of right now, with the Los Angeles Spartan division, it's 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 a huge, huge conference. And, yep. you know, right now, the Llamas, the fluke, according yeah. to Danny, are yeah, sitting well, at the top. That's why it was a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> you got five undefeated teams here in the Llamas, the Slayers, the Bears, the Rampage, and the Pioneers. Bringing up number six is the team that I want to talk about next. They had a massive game this week, that's uh, right. two games, and that's the Silverback sitting at three and one. They took down the Swordfish. Yeah, this was a big, big statement for the Silverbacks. That's right, and they're missing one of their main receivers, yeah. which is a, really a shock to me. And Frank Mastermaro is just brushing it off like it ain't no big thing, and you know he's coming in and putting up work. Who, who are they missing? Drone Zone, right? Drone Zone Oof. has not been on the film. That so I they can beat see. the Swordfish. The retaining. Uh, I almost said retaining champs. I almost, I almost put uh, some shots, <laughs> shots fired for the Aztecs. Uh, the, the Swordfish were two-time champs. They were going for the three-peat, and the Aztecs right. put it to a stop last season, just to shout that out. <laughs> but here come the Silverbacks, who were the champs before the Swordfish as the Cheetahs. They were a two-time champ. They were a two-time champ. So you have a game here where the Silverbacks beat the Swordfish 34-31 to in an epic game. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I, I have to shout out Frank Mastermaro. He came in in this game, and even though he threw four picks in the game, he came back strong. He led his team to a victory. And you know what? Steven Tilly is yeah. a beast. He's a beast. Oh, man. <laughs> he is. And you know what? For that reason and his 220 yards against the Swordfish, he is my player of the week. The Tough Talk Podcast Player of the Week. And the winner of four raffle tickets. That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's talk about that t- that uh, tough talk ticket tumbler. <laughs> the tough talk ticket take, tumbler. It's going to take a few more this weeks. This thing is staring at me right and now. It's stacking up with blue tickets right now. We're going to take a picture soon, but it's players are definitely taking advantage of the, the ticket plan that we essentially put out on how you can earn raffle tickets every week. We'll get into it later in the podcast, but it's, it's stacking up and... It's a big deal. Yeah, but congratulations to Stephen Tilly. Like I said, 220 yards, three touchdowns against the Swordfish. That's a massive game for any Toughly player, Titan, Spartan, right. Warrior, whatever you want right, to call right, it. Right. So you got Swordfish and Silverbacks, then you got Slayers. That's right. Slayers right now. <laughs> They're making that uh, that rivalry between Swordfish and Silverbacks. It's definitely... 
You know what? The, it's definitely heating up. Eddie Morales has come in for this team, and I said it last week. He was my player of the week last week, and you know what? He is just proving time and time again that he was ready to come back and play this season. Yeah. He is putting up major, major work for the Slayers, and this has to be – right now he's on pace for 2,000 yards. Oh, wow. So it, this has to be his best tough league season. I, I have to go back and check that, but I am I am ninety nine percent positive right, right. that this is it. Nice, and he's I'm he's, he's on it. He's on a mission. And you know what? The Slayers are going to play the Swordfish this Sunday, making another epic game in Mid City. And could you see the Swordfish losing two games in a row to the other two top teams in Mid City? Well, according to Juice, there's four top teams coming out of Mid City Spartan. Yeah, and Juice Giles, for everybody that doesn't know, he's the conference manager for the Mid City Conference. You know what? Juice had some really interesting things. Juice today, Junior. Juice had some interesting things to say about the Mid City Spartan, but we had an interview with him. We're going to drop it for you guys right now. We are on the phone with the new leader of Mid City Tough League, Juice Giles. What's going on, man? Going on, fellas. How's it going? Doing great, Juice. We're just going to talk a little bit about what it's what's going on over there in Mid City and what it's like being a conference manager. Yeah, it's great, man. Everything's going smooth so far. All the players are making it easy on me. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Mid-City is a flagship division, a flagship conference, and uh, I'm very excited to see where it's going to go this season. Yeah, it's going to go far. I can tell you that. So, yeah, I mean, you were talking to me earlier, and uh, I want to talk about this. You are putting it out there that you're guaranteeing the Spartan Cup winner will come from Mid-City. Give me a little bit on your take. Who Who's your favorite so far? I mean, ugh. It's tough to say. Favorite, I mean, Slayers are looking pretty tough, but the reason why I'm guaranteeing it, I watch some of the Spartan videos in San Diego after all that talking they do, and uh, Bluegrass look awful. And I don't see them being able to compete with the, the top four teams from Mid-City. And just to clarify that, the top four teams are the Silverbacks, the Swordfish, the Slayers, and the Aftershock. Yeah, I like... Uh, players right now but silverbacks got a some veterans they're missing one of their guys he hasn't been there but swordfish you know caker throws it around too so but uh, slayer slayers are looking hungry right now undefeated you know yeah they got a big game this week swordfish oh yeah tough that that's definitely one of the games of the week coming out of mid-city let me ask you a a, a question You, you said you were watching some of the teams from san diego the Bears, the Spartan team out of Downey, just brought up a big win against a Titan team in the arc. I mean, how how, how does that make you feel with, with a team like that playing down in Downey? I haven't checked them out yet, but I am going to check them out. But I, I I actually played against them back in the day, so I know a little bit about them. They're pretty good. They shouldn't be down in Spartan, I'll tell you that. They got players that played on the arc last season, so they got Titan guys. So both Spartan and Titan division in Mid-City is looking awesome. What's it like uh, managing a conference like that? I know you have help from uh, Estella Tham of the Tougher Cobras. Yeah, she helps out a lot with the field. She makes sure everybody's set. I just got to worry about money and complaints. Nice. You know, other than that, she she handles everything very well. Uh, She's experienced. She actually probably has more experience than me at managing a, a, a conference, you know. Right on, Juice. Let me let me ask you another question real quick. A little bit of a revamped team that, that seems to be kind of stuck in the middle right now is, is the Mountain Lions. Do you ever see that team getting over the hump? They will. They need a few more players. They're always shorthanded. And, uh, you know, 
adding guys week to week. They haven't had a consistent base there. They got a couple guys that are there every week, but quarterback, three out of the six are new every week. Yeah, that that definitely makes it tough. You got to field a proper team. But uh, listen, Juice, thank you so much for for taking our call tonight. We we truly appreciate it, and we we look forward to seeing what comes out of Mid City. I got one thing to say though. One thing to say. Uh oh. If San Diego Spartan wins the Spartan Cup, I will pay for half of the quarterbacks player fee the next season if they win. So you got 50 bucks towards the quarterback's player fee out of the team from San Diego if they win the Spartan Cup. Spartan only. Damn, I like it. What if uh, what if Van Eyes or Downey win? Same deal. All right. Challenges on the line. He's putting his money where his mouth is. He believes in Mid-City Spartan. All right, man. Well, uh, we look forward to seeing the outcome of that. Uh, thank you so much, and, and have a nice night. That was good, man. Yeah. Juice Juice is is rooting hard for his squad and puts out the massive shout-out to the other two conferences as well as San Diego. The winner of the Spartan Cup, if it doesn't come from Mid-City, that quarterback has 50 bucks towards their player fee next season. Putting his money where his mouth is. He really believes. Juice putting his money where his mouth is. Giles. <laughs> That's his new nickname. <laughs> I love it. It's nice to see a conference manager throwing out challenges to other conferences. That's right. Tough league management. It's growing. It it's is. almost like its own little league. There's literally like 20, 25 people that are helping run this league. At the very least, to be honest. Not counting refs and cameramen. That's true. And you heard Juice talk about his new helper in Estella Tham as yeah. the field manager. And, and she's doing great work with him. They're, they're locking down Mid-City to make it one of the premier conferences okay. uh, in Tough League. So are you ready to take the limo to Van Nuys? Yeah, man, Van Nuys division, it it's stacked as well. There's sixteen teams. It's massive, and like I said, I don't think four and four is going to get you in the playoffs in this division. Uh, you know, the first the first teams that I want to talk about here are Blackhawks. Blackhawks. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm jumping right into the Blackhawks. When I think about uh, Van Nuys Spartan, I'm thinking Blackhawks right now. There was a lot of hype between this team, and uh, they did not prove wrong, and they beat the Park Bums 31-6. to They decimated the Park Bums. Yeah, giving the Park Bums their only regular season loss in quite some time. Right. I think that they had lost one I, last season. but I think, like two, I think like two losses as a franchise they've lost in, in the, the regular, regular season. season. Yeah. So Blackhawks are coming in strong, and... The, I was so excited to jump in this because the Blackhawks put out a picture on social media of their team. They put out a team picture. Oh, I saw that. And the Slayers put out a team picture. And these both these teams, like I wanna, I'm gonna put out a poll soon of which team looks more more badass and ready. <laughs> and I'm curious to see what the league votes on that. I'm definitely putting that out on the Facebook, but. Both these teams look stacked, and and like I said, Slayers do have a shot at winning Mid City, and Blackhawks do have a shot at winning Van Nuys. They they really do have a shot. Now they did lose to the Vikings thirty five to thirty six in a true. really close game. Nice to see the Vikings back in action, though. It is. It really is. And you know what? Devin Liebren and Jeff Smith were so hyped after this weekend that they had to come on and talk to us, and so we grabbed an interview with them as well. Let's drop it. We are live with the deadly duo from the Blackhawks, Jeff Smith at quarterback, Devin Liebern at receiver. How's it going, guys? Good, man. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having us on. Yeah, going great. Awesome. I'm here with Danny, and we just want to talk a little bit about your guys' season so far. You guys had a great week. You started off hot against the Park Bums, put the smackdown on them, and then you came in and, and lost a grueling game, lost by just a single point to the Vikings. Tell us a little bit about what happened this weekend, Jeff. 
Ah, uh, man, dude. You know, I mean, well, Rigo's a great QB, man. You can't you can't count him out. Uh, we lost that. We were up seven, I think, uh, with nine seconds to go. They they scored and uh, they went for two and they got it. Um, and I gotta give all the credit to them, man. Rigo's a hell of a QB. Yeah, they de- definitely have a strong QB over on the Vikings, and you know, like I said though before that, you guys you guys really played well against the Park Bums. Devin, what do you think really was your what do you think helped you guys to that strong win? Well, it was definitely uh, preparation was definitely the key. Uh, ever since we talked in the off season and put this team together, we've all been chopping at the bit. All twelve have been active in the group chat. We've been sharing plays with each other, dissecting film, talking, meeting. We got a handful of practices in. It, it really just was preparation, and uh, we definitely came in super prepared for the park rooms and what they were going to do and what our plan was to attack it. So let me ask you this, Devin. The, there was a lot of hype on the Blackhawks coming in this season. I think you guys definitely proved that in week one. The real question is, this Sunday, you guys are playing the uh, Aztecs in your second game. And the Aztecs' first game is against the Mastodons. The Blackhawks' first game is against the Gladiators. So you guys could both be 2-1 and one by the time you play this game. And the Aztecs are the former champs. So how do you guys feel about going up against them? Are you, are you feeling strong about beating them and really proving a stamp to this huge, massive division in Van Nuys? Oh, I love it. I love the, the challenge. I love the competition. Uh, I'm the type of person that I, I want to take on all comers. And I want to play against the toughest competition. And, you know, the Aztecs actually came out there with the trophy last week on the sideline. So that's definitely some added motivation. Uh, they know that they're the champs, and everybody else knows who it is. So when you got that target on your back, you got to be ready for everybody to come for you. So I'm definitely uh, looking forward to playing the Mastodons and the Aztecs and really just letting them know what we're about. We've beaten the Aztecs. Oh, there you go. A live prediction from the Blackhawks. So Jeff Smith versus Brian Anderson. We're going to have to put out a challenge here against who's going to uh, who's going to throw the least amount of picks, who's going to throw the most touchdowns. Blackhawks versus Aztecs, in my book, is the game of the week. So I can't wait to see what the Blackhawks do. Absolutely. We're super excited to play them. But we're not going to overlook the Gladiators. I think that's where we kind of messed up last week. We were so focused on the park bums. We didn't, we didn't even study any film on the Vikings. So... We got the Gladiators up first, and then we'll worry about the Aztecs. But the plan is to come out of here uh, three and one. So you guys got this strong receiving core, Jeff and in, in, in Devin and, and Ronald Deuce Collins, VJ Tidwell. I want to know a little bit about this guy number thirteen, D'Lo Friday, and a little bit of story on on, on that name. Uh, D'Angelo, man, he, he's a good receiver, man. We have weapons that you guys haven't even seen yet. That's the crazy thing about it. Like, and then our squad is really stacked, honestly. Like. It, Anybody can low-key play QB back there. Uh, D'Angelo and a couple of those guys, they played on the team in Top Gun. Um, and when I was trying to put, put a squad together, man, because you know how hard it is to, to bring players, I actually joined a random team in Top Gun as a free agent just to try to, like, recruit some guys. And so I pulled around three or four of those guys from that team. Interesting. Well, I'm sure the Gladiators and the Aztecs are listening very closely to this conversation. Uh, week three is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see what you guys do. Blackhawks are looking strong. I like to see if you guys become the uh, conference champs and who you're going to face in uh, Downey and Mid City, and then to see if the Blackhawks even make it to San Diego for the Spartan Cup. It's going to be awesome. Thank you guys for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for having us, and uh, San Diego's nice this time of year. Perfect. Dang. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Have a, have a good night. 
The Blackhawks are no joke. They're not. They're ready to handle business. I could see them winning a 16-team division right now. I think they could. Which is rarely done. How many times do you get to say that you beat out 15 other teams to win your conference, then beat the winners from two other conferences for the right to go play another city's winner? (laughs) Right, and then win the Spartan Cup. But I don't know. Are are we calling that? Are you dropping the Blackhawks to win a – no? Aztecs. I've called it – I'm calling it from the beginning of the season. The Aztecs are going to come back and win if they can come in healthy. I know that – They're playing this Sunday. They are. We have the challenge. It's going to be Jeff Smith versus Brian Anderson. That's now, right. the Aztecs are the reigning champs. Yeah. but And they beat the Mayhem mm-hmm. last Sunday. They lost to the Pharaohs by a point. That's right. They're barely skating by. They they beat the Mayhem by two points, which we'll get into in a little bit. And then they uh, lost to the Pharaohs by one point. So they're skating by big time. I'm wondering if, if they're going to still prove resilient as the season goes on because still a lot of season left. There is, and you know what, and that's why I'm not worried, but they have to make sure that they lock in some wins uh, you know, throughout the season because if they don't get to 5-3 and three or 6-2, and two, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And if they don't make the playoffs, then my prediction's out the window. Right, right. So, and there's what? a lot of teams here that could take Van Nuys other than the Aztecs in the Pioneers, in the Park Bums, the Rampage, the Fanatics, the Mayhem, the Vikings. There's a lot of competition in this. I'm not even talking Llamas, who are right. number one right now. That's true. I mean, that's true. And in this division, it's 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 just beginning to heat up. And you know what? There were some major games that were played this weekend. I want to talk about just a couple of these scores that went down and some of the bigger talking points here. Uh, you know, first and foremost, the Pioneers came out hot in their first two games of the season. They beat the Gladiators, which doesn't seem to be like a great team at this point in the season. But then they also beat the Mayhem, which was a team that we talked up quite right. a bit. That's right. And so. You know what? That's a big one right off the top. And then I do want to shout out, like you said, the the Blackhawks. They beat the Park Bums thirty-one to six, but the Pharaohs came in and they beat the Aztecs. And yeah. that's a game to talk about. The Pharaohs right now are doing work, sitting at three and one. That's right. And you know what? Obviously, VJ Tidwell is no longer on this squad, and but Odell Hale is coming in and, and he's putting up some wins against some teams like the Vikings and the Aztecs. I have a feeling the Pharaohs are coming for the Blackhawks. Yeah. That would be an epic playoff game. Hopefully it goes that way. Yeah, that, that some uh, some heated rivalry there between some uh, ex-players. Yeah. The Mayhem's another team that's, that could be gunning for that title too. And uh, like I said, the Mayhem, they had a rough – they lost two major games by two points this past Sunday. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about this. Mayhem. Two yeah. and two? Yeah. Pretenders or contenders? Pretenders or contenders. All right, fair enough. So I, I did get a quote uh, sent in by Matt Cresswell of the Mayhem. So for that, he's going to get two raffle tickets. I'm going to get in a raffle ticket soon too. But he sent in a quote, and it said this. I asked him on his thoughts of losing by two points by the Aztecs and the Pioneers. He said, even though we lost both games this weekend, we feel like it was a good weekend. We took the fight to both the other top teams, just had to finish a little better. We are still super hungry. So that tells me the Mayhem, don't count them out. Nope. Contenders. Contenders, okay, okay. I'm calling them contenders. You know what? I'm calling them pretenders. Wow. I know you have some logic ready. (laughs) So it's one of the things that we've talked about here on on the podcast, and, and it was actually a really big theme in the San Diego season last season 
was when you're beating the bad teams and you're losing against the good teams, you're really a pretender. And as of right now, they've played two slightly lesser teams and then two better teams, and they won the two easy games and lost the two hard games. Yeah. And so for that reason right now, they're pretenders. Now, if they come in and they beat the Pharaohs, that's going to be a game that I, I think would push me over to, to moving them into the contender category. But they need to come out strong. They need to win their last four games. If they want a shot at making the playoffs, I think they can They can beat the Pharaohs. I don't know if it'll happen. But then they have three games against the Gladiators, Wolverines, and Scorpions, which doesn't seem to be like a, a big right. issue at this point. Yeah, I do agree. So. And another team, another two teams coming out of Van Nuys is the 2-0 undefeated Rampage. And the one and one fanatics who had an epic game last Sunday too. These are two franchises that started around the same time, and I think they're really proving to be uh, threats in Van Nuys. And yeah, definitely. A, a t- I'm going. I'm going to branch off to say they're turning into a tier one Spartan team because you had a 27 to 25 game with the Rampi- Rampage taking it by two points. This was a good game. And yeah, I, it was. A, it was a close game, and, and both the quarterbacks did work. And you know what? It just came out that the Rampage just put in a little bit more work. They snatched they snatched an interception off of Danny Ciccolini. And you know what? And I hope I'm saying that name right because that's a that's a that's a tough one for me there. <laughs> that's a tough one. Oh, he said it. He said the word tough. I dropped the effect. All right. So you know what? It's the the Rampage is looking strong. They had a good defense last season, and you know at this point during this season, their defense is okay as far as the stats are concerned. They've only played two games, and you know what? In the in the game film, you look at it, and Clint Childers is a really good cornerback for this team, and VJ Boyd is a good rusher for them. Not to mention Colin Reagan at the quarterback position, but also playing two ways. And a good defensive back. Right, right. So uh, I'm excited to see where this team can go. Again, last season I was calling them pretenders because they're just sort of middling. But this guy, Steven Johnson, number 80, he's a beast at wide receiver for them. And I'm hoping that he can take them through the playoffs. Right. So that puts the Rampage at 2-0. and But it puts them in the fourth place in standings right now out of 28 teams. So the Fanatics are 1-1. One one. Yep. They barely just lost to this team. And that puts them all the way at the 14th spot out of 28. Right. So one game difference, and these teams are shifted insanely up the standings. That's a big thing in the standings right now. Playoffs are going to be rough. They are. You know Because you're going to really be fighting for seed. Yeah, 16 with 16 teams. Ten, 10 of you are going to be out. That's right. That's insane. And very rarely do we see a division where more teams are out of playoffs than in playoffs. Most of so, the time it's like one person, one team is out. One or two teams, you know, three at the most. So this is super exciting for Van Nuys. I want to get into something real quick, too, here. Uh, prediction winners. That's right. We had a massive influx of prediction uh, participants last week, and uh, there was a lot of games to predict, and it's really fun. So I'm getting ready to give out some some more raffle tickets for our patented Tough Talk ticket tumbler. About to put a bunch of more raffle tickets. So here's the deal: if you enter the predictions last week, you automatically get one raffle ticket. It's already been thrown into the to the Tough Talk ticket tumbler. Oh, <laughs> and. Uh, so now here we go. So you're going to have a fifth place winner, fourth place, third place, second place, and first place. First place is worth 10, 10 tickets. Second place is worth eight tickets. Third place is worth six tickets and so on. Yep. So in fifth place, we had a four-way tie just for fifth place. Wow. So four guys, only one of them got the fifth place. And uh, I'll start here. Here's the tie. Chris Estrada of the program from the Downey Titan division. Antoine Thomas of the Redbirds over there in St. Louis Titan. Yep. Uh, Terrell Johnson of the Nightmare from also St. Louis Titan. And uh, Tony Nader of the Lethal Llamas 
Los Angeles Spartan division. Tony Nader got it right. All, all four of those guys predicted 12 out of 18 games right, but Tony Nader was the closest in points. Ducks versus War Eagles was the game of the week. 83 points were scored in that game. Wow. And uh, Tony Nader picked 54 points. So he beat out the other three guys just to get fifth place. So Tony Nader is going to get three tickets, one for entering, two for winning the fifth spot. Nice. I'm moving on to the fourth place. Now the fourth place, third place, and second place all had 13 out of 18 games right in predictions last week. Uh, and due to point spread, the to prediction of the points, Fourth place is going to go to Armin Lott of the Nightmare, St. Louis Titan. Nice. He's going to get uh, four raffle tickets plus the one for entering. Yep. Five tickets. We threw in a lot of tickets this week. Third place, Tom Hanahan of the Wolfpack, another St. Louis Titan. And he picked – now keep in mind, he picked 63 points, and it was 83 scored, so he was quite close. Yep. Okay. He's going to win six tickets. Second place, Joey De La Torre of the Ducks, Los Angeles Titan Division. He's got 64 points Whoa, in his own game. Of- <laughs> in his own game. And uh, now if you would have guessed that game, now they're – okay, so he's going to get uh, eight tickets for Joey. Nice. First place winner and the winner of 10 raffle tickets plus the one for submitting it, 11 tickets going to Mario Maldonado of the Salamanders. Wow. Los Angeles Spartan Division. He picked 14 out of 18 games right. Nice. Insane. So, you know, in the Salamanders had a really bad week. He needed a win. He needed a win, and he got one. He beat out a lot of participants and uh, won himself 11 raffle tickets. So that's the predictions in a nutshell. It's going again this week. The link's already up. Get them in by Saturday by noon, and we're going to do this again, give away more tickets. That's right. Tickets, 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 tough talk ticket tumbler. <laughs> I'm excited for it, and you know what? I'm excited for these giveaways. we got some really cool prizes coming your guys' way. I can't wait to drop all of those on uh, the podcast where we preview the giveaway, and that, that'll yeah. be later in the season. So I'm excited for it. You ready for the limo one more time? We're Downey. taking it to Downey. Down to Downey. <laughs> Talking bears. Big debate. Uh, Should we save this debate for the Titan podcast? No, I want to talk about it right now. Because Bears are the only real team I see coming out of the Downey Conference for for the for Spartan, Spartan division. Yeah, I mean, there's four teams. And Bears are one of them. I, I it's Brigade, Copperheads, and Vipers. You know what? Let's let's save it for the Titan. Let's talk well, about. I, I do want to shout out some of the the Downey Spartan division. It is the third Spartan division. It's not just Van Nuys and Mid City. There are four teams over there competing to be a conference champion. That's right. The, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. The Vipers are zero and four. There's not much to talk about there. The Copperheads are one and two. Actually, I got to shout out a player from the Copperheads, number thirteen, Dominic Cortez. This is a dude that you might even remember. This he was playing over there in that. Uh, backyard league we were playing in before we even knew tough existed oh that's right and uh, i think he didn't play much over there because he was living in Downey. oh and wow, okay. uh, so he could never make it out there so fast forward like i don't know two years and he hits me up out of the blue and he's like hey man remember i couldn't make it out there well they toughly came to Downey, and i'm in it and i'm on the copperheads number 13 so i gotta shout him out dominic Cor- cortez Copperheads are one and two. It's still early on their season, even for the Vipers. So I was out at Downey. I went to Downey. Oh, this, that's right. This weekend. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, so, so tell me about that. So just a little bit about this uh, this this field. You know, Warren High School Stadium, Justice Stadium is sick. Nice. It's a nice stadium, and you know what? 
as hot as it was out there, the competition was hot. And you know what? The the Copperheads, I, I ended up leaving before their game started, but the Copperheads, uh, a couple of their players were coming out saying, you know what? The program's going down. Wow. We're calling it upset prediction. And then they lost 50 to zero. Well, because the big debate is you got Spartan teams versus Titan teams during the regular season. And I, that's and, what I want to talk about. All right. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. So the... The, the big thing with it was that the program and the impact are two Titan teams, and they both played two Spartan teams this weekend. Yeah. They both demolished those Spartan teams. Right. The impact beat the Brigade and the Vipers. The Vipers, I will say this about this team, they have a lot of talent on the team. I did see them play. They just need to gel. They, yeah. they need they need some cohesion. Right. The Brigade is a good team, They they but again, they're playing Titan-worthy teams, and they're a Spartan team. I can, j- just judging by what I saw, they are a Spartan team. Okay. And then the, shots fired, okay, eh, kind of. All right. Uh, then the Copperheads we talked about, you know, fifty to zero. That's a rough loss, unfortunately. But they, but expected, but expected, expected. And so the program, you know, they've put up fifty points in both their games. And the only outlier here was the Bears in the Spartan division. They beat the Ark. Right, a Titan team, and you have a team, a Titan team like the program getting two wins that could determine their seeding. Right. They could take the first or second seed in the Titan division for Downey because they had to play Spartan teams. Right. When every other Titan team had to play other Titan teams. And then you have, uh, you know, the other side of that where the Bears are getting wins when they sh- probably should be a Titan team. I mean, who's to really say they should be a Titan team? Well, they yeah. beat a Titan team in the arc. That's right. I almost contradicted myself there. So. Speaking of the Bears, I had an opportunity to talk to their quarterback, Tristan Fontaine. Now, this is a team with a lot of history. They This is a team that some of these guys even played together at Warren High School. Yeah. Where they're playing now. That's insane. That's crazy. The, that's crazy. The Bears. So, are they, they're obviously the favorites for their division. I think that they would be, if they were in Mid-City, I think that they would be like a, a middling Titan team. So, like, here's, here's really where the debate comes in. And we should go to Tough Court. I'm going to tough court. I'm dropping it. We're going to tough court. If the Bears play uh, these other Spartan teams and they demolish them and they play uh, some of the Titan teams for the remainder of the season and they beat them, even if it's just barely, I think that the Bears should be forced to play in the Titan playoffs and then the other three teams have to fight for their Spartan conference. I think the Vipers, Copperheads, and Brigade are more on the same level. And I think they should have to fight or be thrown into a mid-city deal. I think that th- being thrown into the mid-city would, would, would be more realistic because, honestly— Van Nuys has 16 teams. Mid-city has eight. That That's part of it. But I think the other part of it is I don't think that those teams are even up to snuff with mid-city top teams and Van Nuys top teams. Right. I think that they would get demolished anyways by some of those but, teams. And the Bears are the only real team coming out. And I would like to see if the Bears contingent on going you know 8-0 and on the season— if, if what they would match up against against teams like you know the Blackhawks, the Pioneers, the Park Bums, Slayers, Swordfish, yeah, you know all, all the teams over there in those two conferences. It, you know what the one thing that the Bears have for them are they they're like the uh, they're like the Goon Squad in 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 like the Spartan version of the Goon Squad. And for everybody that doesn't know, that's a, that's the reigning Titan champ over right. there in San Diego. Yep, they currently hold the Tough Cup. And and when I say that they're like them, they're kind of like the Spartan version of them, where these guys have played together for a long, long time. And you know what? It's mostly the same core group of guys. I want to shout out, and you know what? He doesn't seem to be like their main, main receiver, but he is a massive threat in the red zone. And he's got, you know, for a bigger guy, he's got some moves. And I this is one of my new favorite players in Tough League, and that's number four, Zahid Somerville. 
Somerville was definitely an impact in game film, uh, definitely a big reason on this Bears team becoming a dynasty. I absolutely agree with you. He's definitely going to win four raffle tickets because he's my player of the week. The Top Talk Podcast Player of the Week. Definitely deserving. Somerville is definitely one to watch throughout the season. He could get a receiver of the season award. You yeah. never know. Rookie of the season. I, I I could call that out. Rookie of the season. I could see that. You know, he had 70 yards and two touchdowns this weekend. And, and you know what? Just being at the game, watching it, like you said, he stood out in game film to you. When I was there at the field, man, in his gold cleats, he stood nice. out. Nice. Golden so, cleats? Golden cleats. I like it. You know what? I like it. It was, it was sick. It was, a, it was a fun game to watch, and it was exciting. But So it brings me back to the tough court decision here. If the Bears go 10-0, and should they play Spartan against the other three uh, Downey Spartan teams, or should they be forced to play in the Titan playoffs? Uh, if it was up to me, They're I They're 8-0, would... yeah. and they've beaten both Titan and Spartan teams to get there. Uh, yeah. It's, that's not fair to the Spartan division. If they were 8-0, it means that they had to beat the Dream Team in the regular season. So, yeah, I would say they absolutely Let's say, let's to. assume. Okay, then. Yeah, you're right. So the Bears play the Dream Team, one of the most hyped-up Titan teams right now. And potential tough cup winners of the Titan division. What if the Bears come out and beat them? Then, if that happens, they beat the Ark. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't but, think even the Ark. Could, no, that, I mean, no, but I mean, ugh. they beat the Ark and they're just getting started. The Bears True. only has two games as a franchise. True. One of them's already beating a Titan team. Yeah, I mean, if that were to happen, oh man, I would, I would have to say, you're yeah, the, you're the judge. Yes. If I was the judge, then yeah, they'd have to play in the Titan playoffs, but and then force it to a three, a three team Spartan conference championship for Downey. Yeah. I mean that that would interesting. Have to be it. I want to hear the league's thoughts on that too. If uh if you're unaware, send in that question. But I will say this. I know these teams out of Mid City and Van Nuys, they don't give a damn who this team has beat. They're yeah. gonna be gunning for them. It's true. It's so very true. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see what happens in interconference week at the end of the season. Right. So interconference week is huge. Alright, so that brings us to rapid fire predictions. Are you ready? Let's go. We'll start in Downey. Bears versus Vipers. Bears. Agreed. Brigade versus Copperheads. I'm going to go Copperheads here. I'm going to agree so far. We're going to skip the inter-division game? Yeah, we'll we'll skip skip that. We'll talk about it on Titan. Yeah, we'll talk about it on Titan. Fair enough. Brigade Vipers? Uh, I think Brigade will get their first win there. Okay. All right. I can can see that. Let's uh, let's head over. Let's take the limo. Van Nuys. Okay, Van Nuys. Aztecs, Mastodons. 0-3 oh, Mastodons versus 1-1 one one Aztecs. Got to go Aztecs. We got 1-3 Gladiators, 1-1 one one Blackhawks. Blackhawks, and that means we're going to have a battle of the 2-1s later. Okay. I agree with you there. All right. Then we got 3-1 Park Bums versus 1-3 Gladiators. Park Bums. I, I would agree there. I predict a lot of the league will be predicting the same when they do their predictions this week. I think so, too. Okay. This game is going to be split. Blackhawks, mm-hmm. Aztecs. Yeah, this game is going to be split. Blackhawks. It's Ooh. rapid fire today, going baby. Going Aztec. Let's go. All right. Wait. Five on it. Five on it. Five on it. All right. Vikings park bums. Oof. I almost. It's hard to rapid fire. We didn't talk much about the park bums tonight. Yeah, but that's okay. Let's. I'm, I'm going park bums. So we're Vikings. You think they're getting their groove back? Yeah, I think so. After they beat the Gladiators, I'll I gr- do. I'm going to agree with you. Vikings do look really good right now, but I'm going to go park bums. All right. Fanatics. Salamanders. Oof. Salamanders, man, breaking my heart. 
Going Sorry, fanatics. Going fanatics. Oh, and three salamanders. Vikings salamanders. And I'm going for the Vikings. <laughs> oh, and I'm four. sorry, Mario. I'm wearing your salamanders t shirt yes, right now. We'll be wearing it all week for good luck. We're calling for an own four salamanders. Hey, is that the challenge? We'll put out a weekly player challenge right now since we're on it. If uh, the salamanders win, everybody from the roster is getting a raffle ticket. They have to just win one of these games. One of these games. Fanatics, Wolverines. Fanatics. Wolverines, Donkeys. Mm. I'm going donkeys. I'm going donkeys too. An 0 4 Wolverines. Going with the asses. All right, Pharaoh's Rampage. I'm going Pharaoh's. Oh, yeah, that's, Pharaoh's. That's rough. I'm going Pharaoh's. I'm going Pharaoh's too. I do agree. It's Ram- going to be a good game, though. That's a toss up. Rampage. Rampage. Pioneers 2 0 versus 2 0. I'm going Pioneers. I'm going Pioneers too. So you're going to see right. Rampage going 2 and 2, if we're correct. Yep. Here goes some more good games. Llamas, Pharaoh's. This is one of the games of the week for sure. Going with my llamas. My lethal llamas. And again, I'm going Pharaohs. We're going to see a five and one Pharaohs by the end of the week. Ooh! All right, all right. right. Llamas, Pioneers. Oof! I'm going Llamas, and I'm going Pioneers. Yeah, you have to with your crystal ball, Four man. Or no Pioneers? Maybe. All right. Maybe. All right. All right. Time to take the limo one more time. Mid City. Let's close it out. <laughs> This is my favorite conference, too. Let's roll them. It's not just because I talk to Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Aftershocks, Condors. Aftershock. They're on a roll. We didn't get much into them. We'll get into them next week. Aftershock right. is making noise. Scorpions, Condors. This is a battle of uh, the lesser tier teams in this division, and I think it's going to be the Scorpions that take this win. Okay. Get right. their first win on the season. You said we didn't talk a lot about the Aftershock. I want to just shout out real quick. They did have an awesome game. They whooped they on did. the Scorpions 36-12. to 12. And again, for all your in-depth game footage and content, Eric R. Norris is banging out the lowdowns. He's doing a great job. It breaks down all the games that happened to make sure we don't have to do it for you so we can get into other stuff <laughs> like the game like uh like badgers versus mountain lions here's you know you have a story in the mountain lions here they're fighting to come back they are they could get a win to go two and two and if that if that's right we're hitting mountain lions we're pretenders or contenders next week brings me to my game of the week right here this is the slayers versus swordfish an epic epic spartan game this one's gonna be in the history books some storied rivalry between yeah, these two teams i love it i'm going wait let's go on three are you ready one, two, yeah. three, and then we say it. All right. One, two, three. Slayers. Ooh. <laughs> Another five on it? Another five on it. I'm going Slayers 4-0. I'm going Swordfish. You know, I, I think I think the Swordfish's defense they, is Eddie Morales' downfall. Oof. That is rough. And, I, you know, again, it's a toss-up. I said Slayers, but it could be either Swordfish one. offense is in beast mode right now. The Slayers need to really study the Swordfish like never before. You got to lock down hands, bro, and Pang. You got to put pressure on Kager. And the same goes for Swordfish putting pressure on Morales. Can he handle that pressure right now? Swordfish do have some massive pressure. All right. That's all Oof. I'm going to get into. It. Keep it rapid fire. Scorpions, Badgers. Another, another lesser tier game. I'm going Badgers. I'm going Scorpions again. They're going to bounce back, win both their games this week, go 2-2, two and two, and we'll hit them with Pretenders or Contenders next week. Badgers, Swordfish. Swordfish. Here's my, here's my challenge. Here's the headline challenge. If the Badgers beat the Swordfish, we're headlining that. Yeah. And Badgers, an 0-2 Badgers you go to an automatic contender. Another, another raffle ticket. If, if the Badgers beat the Swordfish, I will give each player on that team five raffle tickets. That many? That's that a many. lot. That's a lot. That's a, I only gave one ticket to the other team. I know, but this is the Swordfish that they're playing. And Swordfish Fair enough. Beast you mode. heard it. That's Steven's Challenge of the Week. Yep. Another segment we're doing. Yep. 
Spartan division is no joke. I can't wait to talk about them next week. That's right. See what happens. Interconference week is going to end the season with a bang. That's right. And we're going to have a, a San Diego versus Los Angeles Spartan Cup. It's going to be sick down in San Diego where the Tough Cup is played. The Spartan Cup will be played. Will we see somebody come out of Mid-City, Van Nuys, or Downey? Stay tuned to the Tough Talk podcast the rest of the season to find out. For this episode, I'm your host, Stephen Dahlin, always joined by Danny Gaskin. Listen to the Tough Talk podcast every Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning, new episode, Tough Talk podcast. Stephen, Danny, morning. Love, 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 love.